You are listening to audio from the Decidedly Podcast. This episode is a highlight clip from this week's full episode. To listen in on the complete conversation, see the show notes for the link to the complete show. You can help us out by leaving us a five-star review wherever you listen to podcasts. We appreciate every bit of your support. I'm Morgan McKittrick, your producer, and this is Decidedly. You know, this isn't about, I don't care, I'm burning it all to the ground. You know, I hate my job, I hate my life. Uh, you know, I'm I'm escaping all of it. It's what isn't going so well and what doesn't either bring me joy or what doesn't serve me. You know, there are things that you do have to do in life because they serve a, a purpose, even if you don't totally love doing them. But just getting rid of the stuff that is just abject, not necessary, you hate doing it, you, you never want to do it again – and being able to focus on the stuff you really do means you are spending that time, energy, and money on things that make you happy. And, and the happier you are, the better employee you are, the better boss you are, the better spouse you are, the better child you are, um, the better parent you are. And so I really think that the people who who protest too much, um, maybe they haven't gotten around to the part where, where they are giving the right How do you determine what you want to give a about how do you decide what's what's worthy of your attention your 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 time and energy versus the things that rightly should be discarded and and cast aside well you know it's it's actually pretty darn simple uh which is you know you sit down and you force yourself to think about it and you know one of the exercises that i take you through in the book has to do with making a list it's you know things is the first list and work is the second list and then friends acquaintances and strangers and then family is last cuz family is the hardest thing to stop giving a fuck about for obvious reasons but um you know and you sit down and you just write out you know all of the all of the demands all the things that are being asked of you whether you want to do them or don't want to do them just write them all down and and then look at them, confront them and say, you know, how does this make me feel? Like, do I enjoy going to my nephew's soccer games or do I not? You know, do I want to go out to happy hour with my coworkers more than once a month or do I not? You know, do I want to do karaoke or do I not? Um, and, and really just force yourself for three seconds, five seconds, 10 seconds to contemplate it and think about how it makes you feel. And if it doesn't make you feel good, then it should probably go on your no f list. And like I said, you know, there are aspects of our time, energy, or money that we have to spend on things because they serve us. You know, you might not love getting up and going to your job every day, but if you don't go to your job, you're not going to get paid. And if you don't get paid, you can't pay your rent. Or if you don't get paid, you can't buy a new car. If you don't get paid, you can't go out to dinner. And so that is a f that you need to work into your budget. But what I always say is, you know, a not given is something gained. If you cross something off of your list, that means you have more time, energy, or money to devote to something that really floats your boat. Yeah, we have a, a limited amount of attention and care that we can give, and for giving that to things that don't matter, don't serve us, then we're we're missing out on really good opportunities. It's amazing how you say it's so easy to just write these things down. I find that in my line of work, helping people make good money decisions. There's, there's a lot of um, seemingly big problems. Like, how do I determine what really matters to me with my money? Well, you, you start with writing that down. <clears throat> start with writing down the things that you want your money to do with you. And that is the easiest, most 
impactful step you can make. It's, it, it's, and that's almost every area of self-discovery and self-awareness is, oh, start out, write, write it down. You haven't written it down yet? You haven't taken five minutes to just be alone with the, your thoughts on this subject? You know, I, I think that what I do has obviously been very helpful for people all over the world, and it's giving them new perspective or a new way of looking at personal development that they didn't have before. Maybe they just like the F word. Um, but you, I, I was shocked at how many people just weren't taking the initial step of, you know, interrogate yourself, be honest with yourself about the answers and write them down. It's just, it's like, it's like, to me, that's just making decisions 101. Um, so, you know, I think that it's, uh, it's, it just helps people see why, where they're spreading out, you know, for you, it's budgeting with your actual money for, for other people, it could be with their time and energy and where it's going and how it makes them feel to think that they've sent it there. Um, and that usually gives people a sense of, you know, like I said, a sense of inspiration, um, and it makes it a little bit easier to make decisions. And then the next part is, you know, acting on those decisions. Yeah. And our time and energy ideally should follow where our money is going. Uh, as long as that we've done the exercise on on both those categories of resources and and aligned them with what we want, right? The yeah. things that are worthy of your time and energy are, are probably worth your money. The things that are worth your money, probably worth your time and energy. I, I deal with this a lot with people who are saying, oh, well, should I spend on this? Should I spend on that? And these will be people that have millions of dollars. It's not, it's not people who are focused on AI. Hey, these aren't budgetary get, questions. These aren't right. budget. These aren't, can I afford it? It's, they're asking me, should I spend my money on this? Well, it depends. It depends on if it's important to you. Is, I don't know is, your life. You know, I'm not going to tell you avocado toast is, you know, from the devil. It's just, you know, is eating healthy really important to you? And if it is, then spending some extra money or, or even a dispropor disproportionate amount of your money on eating healthy is is not wrong. Um, I want to go back, though. You say the, the most important thing you can do to determine where to give your time and energy is what is serving you and what is making you happy is how do you balance that with things that um, – Maybe the outcome makes me happy, but step one that I've got to make today, step two that I've got to make today along the journey to achieve this outcome are not things that serve me, right? So I'll go back to the the nephew's football game. Well, maybe I don't want to go to my nephew's football game, but I want to have an impactful presence in my nephew's life, particularly while he's young. Well, going to the football game is probably part of that. Um, so this brings us to, uh, another book I wrote called no, how to stop saying yes, when you can't, you shouldn't, or you just don't want to. And in that book, I detail a few different ways to not only after you've made your decision, but to, uh, to enact your decision. And one of them is called the no and switch. And so the fact is you don't have to do anything that you don't want to do that doesn't make you happy. Um, but you can offer an alternative that mm. you do want to do and that would make you happy or that is more convenient for you. So if the idea is just that you want to be an impactful presence in your nephew's life or you want to support your sibling whose child is, you know, playing football on the weekends, but you don't want to go to, you know, 11-year-old children football games, then you can suggest an alternative for a way to spend time with your nephew or a way to indicate how much you support him. Um, you know, you can record a little video of yourself 
before the game and and text it over and be like, hey, rooting for you, buddy. Um, there's lots of ways that you can say no, but then but then offer something that is actually fine for you and that you're willing to do and that you're happy to spend your time, energy, and or money on. And then the ball is in the other the other person's court. You know, if your if your sister says, if you if you say, hey, like I can't come to the game this weekend, but I'd love to take Tammy to the mall. I don't know what kids do. I don't have kids. Um, you know, <laughs> next Wednesday after school. Um, I don't think they whatever go to the, the mall anymore. Do, yeah. what, whatever, whatever they do. do. Skateboarding. I don't know. Um, you know, I'd love to take them to the mall or whatever. Uh, insert things that people actually do with kids. And your and then your sister can say, yeah, that would be awesome. Thanks so much. Or, you know, that's yeah. not convenient for us because he's got saxophone lessons on Wednesdays. What else? What else you got? Um, and the point is that you have you know, you've created a boundary and you've enforced it. You do not want to spend your Sunday mornings at a child's football game, but you've offered something else that could be a good fit for both parties. And the idea is always to get to a point where it's a good fit for both parties, right? It's a negotiation. And in the end, you know, you want to feel like you've walked away from the negotiating table and gotten what you wanted and not gotten what you didn't want. And so does the other person. So a compromise doesn't have to mean you just saying yes because you feel obligated uh, to, you know, be at your nephew's football game. Thanks for making the great decision to listen in to this week's episode highlight. If you want more of what you just heard, see the show notes for the full episode. As always, for the latest decision-making tips, find us on decidedlypodcast.com or on Instagram at decidedlypodcast. And be sure to sign up for our weekly newsletter from the link in the show notes. Don't forget to leave us a five-star review as well. We read all of your comments, so if you learned some decision-making tips today, let us know. Until next time, this is Decidedly. Insights, advice, and comments provided by Sean Smith, Sanger Smith, and speakers identified as part of the Decidedly podcast should not be considered recommendations. Speakers not identified as members of Decidedly are expressing their opinion, and their statements should not be construed as reflecting the views of the Decidedly team. This podcast is produced solely for informational purposes, not personalized advice.